back, Armstrong, the All-American boy, is on the air, in person. Fellows, girls, hang on for thrills. Sweeties, bring you a story of champions in action. Today, we're calling the role of champions of the airways, of champion transport pilots who fly their great transport trains across America. First, Jack Knight, cracked million-mile pilot of United Airlines. And Jack Knight says, Sweeties are my dish for the next million miles. Number two, David Harris, pilot of American Airlines. And David Harris says, whenever I want a big breakfast that hits the right spot and tastes well, just lead me to Wheaties and I'll show you some real action. Number three, Jimmy Garrigan, top-notch pilot of the Transcontinental Western Airways, Lindbergh Line. And Jimmy Garrigan says, buy that sky-high million-dollar Wheaties dish yourself. You'll agree that Wheaties taste great. Yes, and there are more, lots more. Some of America's greatest sky aces of today say Wheaties are the dish they like to eat. Try Wheaties yourself. Eat them that famous breakfast of champions way with plenty of milk or cream, sugar, and sliced banana. You'll say like champions of the air say, Wheaties sure taste great. And now, Jack Armstrong, the all-American boy. Yesterday, as Captain Campbell was attempting to force his ship through the packed ice floes to reach the Pelican, our friend saw her suddenly catch fire. Now we're on the bridge. A few moments later. Listen. Hey, hey, the flames are rising higher. They're spreading huge. The fire is sweeping over the whole ship. George, we're not going to have much time to make the rescue. You can't tell yet. Captain Hans and his men are fighting it. They can get it under control. We may still have until daylight. It's only two hours to dawn. Captain, how does the fire look through the glasses? Fast, Northrop. Very bad. Here, take the glasses yourself. I've got to try another way of getting through these ice floes. We'll have to make it somehow. Oh, it's dreadful. We're so close and we can't lift a hand to help. We will before we're through. Yes, there's got to be a way. If the captain can't drive the ship through the floes, we'll have to try something else. What can we try? I don't know yet, but we'll think of something. How does the fire look now, Professor? It's getting worse. The men are working like mad on deck, though. I believe they're starting the pump. They'll never get that fire out. It's got too much of a start. True, Billy. The fire on board ship is a terrible thing. If we could only get over there and fight with them. Yeah. I'd rather be there than be here watching. They're doing their best. They'll take the fire if it's humanly possible. And you see Captain Hand? Yes. I can't keep track of him, though. He seems to be everywhere at once. He got those men organized amazingly fast. He'll never give up, no matter what the odds are. No, you can certainly say that for him. Captain! Captain! See, Mrs. Northrop. Oh, just really all are. Tell me quickly what's happened. First, there was a terrible crash. Then I heard an explosion way off. It was a pelican, Margaret. She's caught among the ice floes. We're trying to rescue her. Look there. Oh, see, her feet on fire, too. How awful. Oh, I just happened to think. What if the heat of the fire loosens the ice floes around her? She'd sink, wouldn't she? I'll see. Gee, I don't believe it could happen for some time. Professor, what do you think? Can't you see it better now, how she sinks? With the flames making it lighter? Yes, Jack. The floes seem to be wedged in tight all around her at the waterline. They even seem to have lifted her a bit. She's resting high. I believe they'll hold it as she burns nearly down to them. If they're that tight, I don't see how we'll ever get through them to reach her. Oh, how can we hope to anyway with all that ice between us? The captain's going to try to blow through it, Margaret. Oh, gracious, I don't believe it's possible. Just look at it. And it's far more underwater than we can see. I know. It's almost a hopeless effort. And I believe the captain knows it, but he won't give up. How's the fire now, Professor? Still getting worse. The men can't get the upper hand, but they're taking it all they can. Hey, we'll do for another bus. Hang on, not for another minute. We're moving so slow. It'll take... Boy, that was sooner than we expected. We struck a projecting shelf underwater. It's the worst spot than we hit the first time. Yes, it is. We're not getting it in. Oh, goodness, I don't do that very good for the ship. It's too late to try to do any harm. The 
Captain took care of that. He's still so far away through the ice anyhow. Oh, it simply can't be done here, though. Wait, I believe we are moving the lever. Hey, we are, fast. What a little thing. The ice fell in front of us is loose. We're pushing it aside. I do, yes. The captain chose better than we thought. But look how far we have to go. And it seems to be terribly solid up there ahead. Well, Bob, we've got a number of open gaps of water between here and the pelicans. If we can just get the whole pack of shifting, we may break through. Yeah, and every little bit we gain is so much... Hey, what's he stopping for? We are still moving. Before, before the men... I'd say about a half hour, Jack. Possibly a little less. Oh, oh dear me. Gee. And it's two hours till dawn. I'm supposing the worst, remember. The men might hold the fire in check for an hour, or even more. When it gets too much for them, they still have another move to make. How? What can they do? They can climb down over the side of the ship onto the floes that surround it. But what'll they do then? Yeah, I don't know. Couldn't they pick their way across the ice somehow and reach up? No, they wouldn't have a chance in a hundred. There are undoubtedly open stretches of water between here and there. And the men might strike spots that would give way under them. There's an outside chance, though. It might be done. I'd hate to see them try to force it. They'd need a skill of athletes and throw it into the mountain boat. A few might succeed. Certainly not all of them. You look for your glasses at the fire again. They're still fighting it. There's not much change on deck. But there's no telling what's going on down inside the ship. Funny, I'll bet. Yes, Captain. Under the sun. The ship will never carry him. They're gone. I thought so. Then we'll have to think of another plan of getting to him. I can't get through these ice floes before dawn. I'll wreck the penguin if I keep trying in the dark. Oh, boy. That's out. Hey, Captain. Yes, Mrs. Norfolk. I just happened to think. What about the plane? Plane? We have no plane. No, not anymore. But they have. So, I can't be signaled in some way. Get it out on the ice before it's too late. Then they can sit it together and fly over here. Couldn't work. They couldn't take off. Never in the world. That's not a level stretch of more than ten feet on those ice floes. Oh. They'd have no place to land over here anyhow. And I don't believe they could get out the plane anymore. The hold of the ship must be a furnace by now. Exactly. We've got to work out another scheme. How about a Grecian boy? Could you mention that one, Captain? Aye, it could be done. That's the thing, Oh, yes. But we've no cannon to shoot the line across. Isn't there some other way of getting it here? No, Billy. No line could be thrown that far. Oh, dear. But it seems that nothing can be done. I wouldn't say that. No. We don't need a cannon. There is a way of getting the line across. What do you mean, Jack? It can be carried. Carried over the ice. Aye. That's a thought they've had in the back of my mind. But have your man on board who can do it. You know what it means as well as I do. Aye, but my men have courage. I know, but they'll need more than that. It'll take skill. More skill than I believe any of them have. They're strong, but they're not right on their feet. And crossing that ice will take muscles that are trained for lightning action. A quick, sure-footed leap may mean all the difference between success and failure. Oh, and the ice must be terribly slippery. I'll call for volunteers. There'll be plenty to step forward. I draw myself, but I'm too heavy for it. We'll have to pick the likeliest of the bunch. You don't need to, Captain. I'll do it. But oh, Dad. no, not that. No, lad, no. I wouldn't think of letting you... But, Captain... No, I said. We'll pick a man from the crew. McGregor! Step up here on the bridge. Quick! Captain, I'd have a better chance. Let me tell you why. Stop it, Chuck. I'll not listen to it. But I'm lighter than any man in your crew. The ice would support me better. Yeah, and me too. We could go together. That'd double our chances. No, Billy. It's a one-man job. It'll not be either of your... I tell you... Wait. Captain, lightness would be a strong advantage. There'll be spots where the ice is weak. Don't you tie it in with them, Northrop. I don't mean to. But I'm right. Rather than see Jack or one of your men try it, I'll make the advantage. No, Northrop. But I'd know what to watch for. I wouldn't get you there. You're not fly enough, Northrop, any more than I am. And you know it. You'd only waste time as I would. I wouldn't waste time, Captain. That will do, Jack. Captain, what is this, sir? McGregor, 
I want you to call the troops together as fast as you can. Line them up on deck. I'll talk to them. We've got to have a man among them. Uh, have a... Wait, please. I've got to tell you something. You're saying I can't go because you're thinking only of me. But I'm only one, compared with two dozen men in danger on a pelican. They're the ones you have to think of. But, Lord... I've got a better chance of getting to them than anyone on board. I know I have. And the best chance is the one we've got to take. I'm trained as an athlete. I'm light and I'm fast. And I know how to jump. He's right, Captain. You throw him on the football field. And the athletic carnival, too. Please, Captain. Please let me go. One try is all we may have. And it's wrong not to use your best bet. Right, go, Captain. That's a powerful argument. Hey. Let him go, Captain. The way he's trained, he's better than an even chance of making it. If he doesn't, I'm the second best bet. And I'll follow him. And a boy, Billy. Captain. Go then, lad. I can't refuse after what you've said. Oh, oh no way, right, Captain. You're right, Captain. I've got to start quick. Good show. McGregor, you've heard it all. Aye, Captain. A lot can do it if anyone can. He'll need a line that will stretch across. It'll need to be strong, but it's got to be light as well. We want to put as little drag on him as possible. I know just the one, sir. It's in the deck house storeroom. Get it in. Bring it to the starboard rail forward. And start the crew working on the breaches way as fast as they can. Get the pulleys in line and rig our end well up on the forward mark. You've got all you need? We have, sir. And there will be no delay. The men will turn through with the wheels. We'll have her fast and ready by the time Doc gets the line across. Quick, then. Get started. Bring the lad a pair of spike shoes from my locker. He'll need them on the ice. Aye, aye, sir. All hands will to the main deck all right, Doc. Please go below to the deck. Untie your shoes. McGregor will be back with another pair. Don't you have to bring the ship around? She's going around by herself. We're brought back to the ice. The fenders are touching the door. I can climb over the side and step right down on it. Aye, and the window keepers as we are. Gee, I wish I could go along. One's enough, Billy. Your time will come if Jack has trouble on the way. I won't. I'm going to get there. You've got me believing you will, Rod. Or I still wouldn't let you make the attempt. I'll not tell you what to think of your truck or your spirit. But our prayers will go with you every step of the way. Oh, right you are. Indeed they will. If only I'm not too late. The fire seems to be brighter over on the Pelican's deck. It hasn't grown much worse in the past five minutes. I believe we've a half hour yet. Captain, here's the line, sir. And a out pair of white shoes to keep the lamp from slipping on the ice. Good. Give it in. I'll fasten it around my waist so my arms will be free. I'll fix it, lad. Kick your shoes off and get into these brogans of mine. They'll fit well enough over your woolen socks. Billy, stand by the rail. You and I'll help him down. There, Doc. Okay. I'm ready as soon as I get these shoes things. Yes. I'll be back with you in a half hour, buddy. Hold it on, Billy, till his feet are firm on the ice. I will. Doc, my love, there's only one piece of advice I can give you. Don't feel you have to hurry. Take your time and keep cool. Make every move sure. Don't worry, Captain. I'll get them. Let's go now. I'm off. Good luck, you. Oh, 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 so Jack starts his perilous trip over the ice. Will he reach the Pelican safely? Will he reach the doomed ship in time to save Captain Hens and the crew? Listen tomorrow evening for more thrills, more action with Jack Armstrong, the all-American boy. As you try, we be there for feet with all of those friends. Won't you try, we be for feet is the best food of men. This is David Owen saying goodbye from Jack Armstrong and the makers of Wheaties. As you try, Wheaties, their whole feet with all of the brand. Won't you try, Wheaties, for wheat is the best food of men. They're crispy, they're crunchy, the whole year through. Jack Hansen never kinder than, and neither will you. So just buy, we eat the best pack of food in the land.